Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Way up. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and it is a blessing to have somebody who is a visionary on the show. Mr. Easy is here with us. How are you? Zagadat, Way Up with Angela Yee. Now you... Blessing to meet you, man. We're way down. Yes, it's nice to meet you, too. Oh, yeah. Before you I'm got here, like you were on the subway. Yeah, as in, we were we went to the wrong location. <laughs> Big shout out to Jesse for sending us the long the wrong location. But like we're in this taxi and he's looking at it, he's like, Oh, we'll be quicker if we go through the subway and I was like I was like, Are you sure we need to go through the subway? And my <laughs> assistant was like, uh no, let's go. Long story short, we stopped the car like in the middle of the road, mm-hmm. ran to the subway. And it was actually a cool Yeah, a it's cool a good ride. experience if you've never done it. I feel like people always tell me when they're not from here, like, I just want to take the train one yeah. day. Did you take pictures? I think he took pictures. But things, in all those movies, you'll be seeing, like, they be pushing people from the subway. All the bad guys be coming to fight. Like, it's just, like, so many <laughs> bad stuff. But I think I love the subway. I, I want to do about it more. that. Let's calm down. I don't know about love. <laughs> you know how you just do things for the first time, and you're like, "Oh, this is cool." Like, I think I love the subway. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say that. And it wasn't hot. Okay. It wasn't hot as well. Yeah, no, that's good. I'm glad you had an opportunity to do that just to see. And I will say, it's not just in the movies; it's also in the news that you mm. see sometimes people push people on it. Yeah. But all in all, you know, it does get you places faster. That's why I always encourage yeah, true people. That. True that. And he got us here like. 20 minutes faster. All right. Well, we like to hear that. Yeah. Now, let's talk about your journey because I'm fascinated by you, not just as an artist, but also as an entrepreneur, a business person, but somebody who also does things to help other artists and other creatives. Yeah. When did you realize that was your passion? Uh, I never wanted to be an artist. I just wanted to be an entrepreneur since mm-hmm. I was like 15. I just wanted to be Dangote, Aliko Dangote. That's like, that's the richest black person in the world. <laughs> um, and so that was my dream. I'm just like, I just want to be independent. I don't want my mommy saying, oh, you need to come back home. You stay in my house. I put food over your head. So you need to listen to my rules. So I just wanted that economic in the independence. But I started doing parties in my school because my school was an engineering school, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody's like just focusing on work. And those parties turned to 
concerts and turned to festivals, raves, and I find myself in the studio because it was fun and people start saying, yo, we love your music, we love your music. And next thing I know, 2015 or 16, Lauren Hill reaches out and says, oh, they want me to come perform in uh, Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn Theater. Is it Brook King's Theater? Oh, King's Theater, that's, legendary. That's okay. it, right? And so I even thought it was a scam. I remember like going to the U.S. Embassy and telling the guys at the embassy, I'm like, there's this person that's saying they're Laurel Hill. <laughs> and I don't know if it's true. Please help me check because I was thinking maybe it's some human trafficking kind of thing or something. And they look it up and they're like, yeah, Miss Laurel Hill. It's like, wow. So That's you're a artist. huge thing. I didn't know yeah, that happened. Exactly. And I, I hadn't even decided to be an artist at that time. And so that was my first time in the U.S. Mm-hmm. playing at King's Theater. I had no manager at the time. I just, with a guitar, coming to play. And it was so beautiful that Miss Laurel Hill came backstage and it was so surreal when she came to me and she like yeah mr easy i've been looking for you and i was like wow this is this is crazy and those were kind of the first moments when i realized that okay this is real i could i'm legit if 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 miss lauren hill is saying yeah i don't know too many people who have that story you know and and (laughs) and, uh from there i just like been going since then since 2016 and stayed but, independent. Yeah, this and, I, whole time. and I, I just stayed independent because, like, I was I was just with uh, Mr. Biggs. We call him Mr. Biggs, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Biggs from Rock Nation. I was just with him yesterday, and he was reminding me how he flew he flew to Nigeria to Lagos in 2016 to try and sign me. So like, oh wow! Imagine like 2016. Like, I probably had only two songs out. That's insane. Like that two is hit so, singles out. It makes locally. it feel like this is your destiny when yeah. when people like that are really coming and and seeking you out. Yeah, and you're not even that wasn't what you were so passionate about at first. No, no that was it. That wasn't it. But I stayed independent because like I don't like to blame people. You know, it's just one thing about me. Like if I fail, I like to know that okay, I failed. Mm-hmm. But if I feel like ah, it was because of this person, it won't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I just want my destiny in my hand and there's you know there's things you win things you lose but it's on for you. me it's just i just like the responsibility and the freedom to make music when i want tour when i want sing how i want drop an album if i want go on vacation if i want like not needing to answer to anybody especially freedom is the biggest thing for me and that's what that's what that's what i've done with my music and that's what i do with my label empower africa uh my publishing company same and and just keeping it in-house, keeping it 100% African. How does that work then with Empower Africa, the company that you have? Because you help other artists yeah, too, yeah. Uh, creatively, to help fund their yeah. ideas. Does that sometimes happen where they blame you if things don't go right? Because that's putting them in a position where now they're like, okay, I thought we were doing this. Yeah. you Because know, being sometimes being in that position where you want to help other people, it does make them feel like you're responsible. For- yeah, that, that's happened like once. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Empower Africa is like it doesn't run like a label. I I I only sign artists that I think are independent in their thinking. So I say you come with your team, like well, like Uber. <laughs> you know, you you know you you get on Uber. You have your car. You're your driver. You take care of your car, mm-hmm. but you connect. We to provide Uber the app. And then we <laughs> provide the app. We provide the community, and that's how Empower works. So mm-hmm. it's like 
if if you I always tell them like Joe Boy, one of the biggest artists out he of was Africa. Up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say, yo, if you fail, it's on you because it's your destiny. Right. And if you want something, you need to get it. Like if if I want if even if I'm signed to a label, it's my job or my manager's job to push the label and say this is what we want. You know, because you're never gonna you're never nobody's ever gonna love you more than yourself. Right. No, you're absolutely right. Even I feel like even people who are assigned to a label, for them to think the label is going to do everything for you, that doesn't happen. Usually you make your own momentum and then the label will step in when they see it's happening and then they support what it is that you're doing. But you still have to always, I think, operate independently. Yeah. And then whatever help you get, that's a blessing. But it is your career on you. No one's going to care about what you have going on more than you're going to care about what you have going on. Straight up. And it's, it's... It's partnerships, you know, and it's so I don't see it as like we never say we've just signed this artist. Mm-hmm. It's like empower partner artists. So we partner with Joe Boy. We partner with major league DJs, uh, one of the biggest I'm a piano DJs producers out of South Africa. We partner with Fave. We partner with King Promise at some point. We partner with loads of producers, you know. Um, that's how we do partnerships and it's it's been working. We've been figuring it out and we've been partnering with like some of the biggest companies per time like on publishing we partner with cobalt that's like the biggest independent publisher so those partnerships that's what that's what i'll be feeling and frankly just move at your own pace to Mm -hmm. be honest just take it easy like the name yeah i see (laughs) (laughs) well the name of the new project is the evil genius and this is a first true uh album because Mm -hmm. you've done lps you've done mixtapes right Uh, and um EPs and mixtapes. Yeah. So what made you say now is the time to put out like a, a and what makes this different? I think this is first off, this is this is the most personal music I've made in my life. Like music for me has been like an escape from reality. So vibes. You know, so I'll be singing about like not stuff that's happening to me. So when I sing in Legover, my baby confused me with her bomb. She got a guy away send her money from London. That never happened to me. It's just like <laughs> vibes. You know, when I say pommy water, holy water, you know, and, and all those songs or like the song with Nikki, oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not it's not real. It's just vibes. It's right. just a good vibe. Um but on this album it was the first time I realized that music could be therapy to myself. You know, so I've met people that say, hey, your song is, is it, it took me through this time. I was lo- listening to Miss You Bad and, and it made me feel this way. And sometimes I'd be like, are you, are you serious? Like, I'd be like, oh, wow, this is beautiful. Um, but that's not why I made it. But this time I, I then saw how music could be therapeutic, mm-hmm. but to myself. So I was saying things that I couldn't say. And before I made this album, I'd never done therapy. Right. You know, and I realized that Things I was saying on the records were things I didn't have the balls to even say to myself. Like on the on the first track, my mom is on it, you know. And you know, my mom is she's religious. She's she's Christian, and the music I make is not Christian music, you know. And this is the first time she's she actually puts her voice on my music. You know? How did so you get her to agree to it's, do that? It's deep. She. She didn't know. She sent me a voice note. <laughs> so my mom sent me. A vo- she may sue you now. No, no, no. She no, knows now. <laughs> I, I, no. you, you know, my mom is a businesswoman, so I had to make sure. I had. She loves me, but she's a businesswoman. So 
you know, she sent me a voice note. That's the voice note that plays in the beginning of the song, Oluwajo. And when I fix it in, and the chorus of that song, it's it's a sample of one of the most popular gospel choruses, like the ones you sing in church. Oluwajo, Wabe Misoke, means God, please lift me up. God, please don't let me fall. This is a song we always sang in the morning when I was growing up. And so... I put it there, and when she heard it, she's like, ah, you're now making gospel music. She loved it. She loved it. And herself. it worked. Yeah, you it worked. every morning, honestly, things like that, it's like a manifestation. Yeah, yeah exactly, and and, and she, was, she, she was so excited, and, and, I, and she, I said, well, yeah, but mommy, you need to clear it so you don't sue me. She's like, what do you mean I'll sue you? <laughs> and we sent her the documentation. She, she, you could always have she, somebody do her voiceover. <laughs> I could have used AI. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I could have used AI. So on every, on every song, that's, that's why this is different. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm calling it an album. Because growing up, I, I used to see, you know, 27 to 29 was the year I listened to the most music. And that was like mixtapes from Lil Wayne and Drake. Okay. You know, and I, I then saw when they started putting out albums. I saw the thought process behind it, or like I'm a fan of Jay Z, or see like the way you know the Kingdom Come mm-hmm. and you know the rollout, you know uh, decoded. And this is the first time I really felt like this is personal enough for me to call it a record because it's literally a record of my thoughts and experiences for those three years. And you're also getting married. Yep. And so I'm sure there's some personal songs about your relationship. 100%. And- there's like the there's three parts of the album. The first one is like self-reflection, is bragging. Uh, and then there's Panadol, which is cheeky, is talking about sex. And we go from there to the relationship part. But it's not like fairy tale. The The first song there is lack of communication. Mm-hmm. And that day I'd had I you know I'm usually the type to be like I'll be pissed with you and I won't say anything Mm-mm. like I'll just be giving you the silent yeah treatment. that doesn't work in marriage you know and the, <laughs> I'm, I'm a girl that day she gave me back she gave me back what I've been giving her and she wasn't even trying to do it but I'd upset her so much she didn't even she didn't even want to she didn't want to talk to me and that just drove me so crazy. And like, don't touch me. Yeah, yeah. I, she she didn't even say don't touch me. She's just like, I could just feel it in the air. And I was so pissed. And I went to the bathroom to shower. And I was just thinking about about it. And I just got my phone. And I was like, lack of communication. Now in the cause the problem. Like, lack of communication is what causes problem. Mm-hmm. And in the song, I'm saying, baby, if I've pissed you off, let me know. I don't like it when you give me the silent treatment. And from there, I send it to E. Kelly. E. Kelly is my producer. Um, he co-produced the entire album. I send it to him, and he quickly sends me back my voice notes on an instrumental. And I go to um, Kel's house, Kel P., the producer of that record, and we make the song. Mm-hmm. So it's like real, real life. Time, so real I things. go from lack of communication to Fefenefe, where I'm apologizing for not being present in the relationship to good loving where I'm saying, you know, she, she just wants my love and affection. She wants my presence to legalize where I'm like, okay, let's get married. That's Mm -hmm. what I mean by legalize. So it's personal in that sense. And, and that's, that's that part of the album. And the last part of the album is again, starts with like who we day where I speak a little bit about the political situation at the time. 
um, with police brutality. Mm-hmm. And I moved to the second verse where I'm realizing the blessings I've gotten. I go, I'm out in a jet with my girl. And that's not a flex. I never tried to finesse. It was, I was going going for my birthday, um, my birthday celebration. I just saw myself like I'm like wow. I've I've grown. I'm in a jet with my girl, and we're going we're going for holiday. And it's not even something I I want to post. Right. It's just no, it's just normal to me. And I put that in the record. So that's that's how personal it is. That's amazing. You know, uh, with everything. And you guys also have a podcast together. Yeah. So I'm sure that helps you be able to open up too. Because now you're on a podcast talking about everyday things yeah. and communicating with each other. Yeah. But also letting the world hear. Yeah. What's and going I was on. really scared about the podcast. When I she bet. said Yeah, during <laughs> during COVID we spent the most time together during COVID. It was the first time we were spending that long. We were That's like, a make or break situation yeah, too. It was like <laughs> four full months. Of just me and her, like there was nobody else in the house. So I was seeing her, every, we were seeing each other <laughs> every day, and and it made me realize how much you know how how much I I love her, and I don't like being with people. Period. Like, right. I like my space. She likes her space, but we're able to be in the same in the same space. And she's like, "Oh, let's make it podcast." And I was just thinking, ah, the whole world is going to start hearing like how I'm speaking, but. We've been doing it at our pace once a year, mm-hmm. um, and it's been fun, yeah. And the evil genius. So I saw in an interview you had said that sometimes people have this perception that you're manipulative or you're doing things yeah. to get something out of it, not just because you want to help other creatives, yeah. but there's some type of hidden motivation, Yeah, which I didn't know that people would think that because yeah. you have a lot of proof of concept. Exactly. From Where do you think that comes from? Um, I think it comes from, and like, you know, I just keep mentioning Jesse. Jesse said something today. He was like, he has seen me talk about stuff, and he was there when I started talking about it, and like, boom, it happened. So it then seems like everything I'm doing is super planned and super calculative. Meanwhile, I'm just following the vibe. Like, I'm very, fo- I'm a very follow the vibes guy, but... When you when you're just following the vibe and it's working, then people look at it from outside like a strategy, and so everybody's always thinking. If I come say, "Hey Angela, let's go to let's go to Lagos," it's like, mm, "Why is Easy saying we should go to Lagos? Maybe Easy has some deal in Lagos." And he's like, "There's they're always overthinking. Some people overthink mm-hmm. when I just say stuff." Um, but beyond that, I just think it's the pressure of like I've stayed independent. Like I've stayed owning my own label and not signing to anybody and even investing in the distribution company that I use their tech. Mm-hmm. And it's like unheard of. This is the first time it's happening. Right. For, and I'm I'm sure Africa. there's been some huge offers that people have made to you. Yeah, there's I've been I've been in the room with some of the biggest names in music from from Solution to to Willard to of of Cobalt to um, the guys from Republic mm-hmm. to, you know, to, like, everybody. And, you know, I've stayed independent, not because I do not appreciate the value these partnerships will bring, but just because I've just been about my freedom. Right. You know, and and so it's a big deal. You know, it's a big deal. And I think it's really important for other young people to see uh, that 
you know, because somebody you, will you throw a money it. number at you, and yeah. like, what's a number that somebody may have thrown at you that might have been like, ooh, gotta at least think about it. I mean, like in in sort of like in twenty, I think it was like in twenty eighteen. I got offered six million, six million dollars. That's hard for somebody to be like, yeah, and especially and, back. <laughs> yo, Angela, I didn't even, I hadn't even seen six million. I didn't even know what six million felt like. Yeah, you know. But I was just like, okay, okay, the cost to my freedom, or like, am I gonna be able to then give the artists the best deals? Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's why I've stayed independent. I'm always open for partnership. I've partnered with like Colombia, with right. uh, Diplo's uh, label, Madison. With but at least you know you music, could just step you know. away. And once this situation, this deal is is finished, yeah. no ties. Yeah, and to I anything. and I always put in my deals. I always say, you know, I should be able to pay you back if you give me an advance. There should be a pay a buyout clause. Okay. Like, give me, give that's me. That's fair. And that's like balls because yeah. like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just basically telling you that I'm always willing to bet on myself. So, Cause some people are like, okay, get as much money as you can up front. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you're of the thinking and even with your artists is let's be more rational and reasonable yeah. within a budget so that you don't have this huge debt over yeah. you. Yeah. And there's the value of just taking the biggest check, man. Like just take the money. Sometimes I'll be thinking, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Jeez, maybe I should have taken that check. <laughs> or sometimes I get into meetings and I'm like, maybe I should just take the check. Because it has to go through somebody's go. mind. But yeah. you know, a check for $6 million isn't $6 million once you there have to you break go. it and bust it all down. There you go. It's good. it's good you're saying that because like that's the reality. Like It's not like $6 million here. Yeah, half taxes. Yeah. And then if there's then any type of management. And yeah, and the, then the deal, the, the deal keeps going. But and like, then you have to spend that money on some, like it's allocated. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like money in your bank for you to go spray shopping go shopping (laughs) you know um but yeah but i think the most important thing for me is just um freedom like on this album i said "Mm," i i I walked through the hotel one day i was in cotonou recording the album and i saw an an art piece just hanging on the wall in the hotel and that was the piece from the Beninese um artist patrick Correll, and that became the cover he he then painted the cover for Legalize, one of the songs on the album. And I just saw it there and I said, you know what, now we're going to have a single piece of contemporary African art to go with each song. So each song has a piece that was commissioned for that piece. And the rollout of this album is art exhibitions. Mm -hmm. You know, we've done Ghana, we've done... um, London. We might do New York um, later in November. Right. Um, and then we're also doing Lagos. And it's and all like, eight countries from Africa. Yeah, eight mm-hmm. countries from that Africa. That you're representing with these 13 different yeah, pieces of Yeah, male and art. female artists um, in different stages of their careers. And for a lot of people, it's the first time, like the first exhibition, like 60% of the people there, that's the first time these kids were going into a museum. Like that's going amazing. into a gallery, period. And so they're they're discovering African arts for the first time. They're discovering arts for the first time, yeah. and it's true the African artists. I think there's just something so special about about that. No, I think that's great. One of so my biggest piece. I bought a Nelson Macamo piece, mm. which was um, really exciting for me. And then after that, I saw Oprah bought something. Yeah, you know from him. But really, art is something that can it can be a good investment. You know, yeah. sometimes when people are earlier on in their career, you True. can't tell. But if you love something, yeah, and it makes you feel something, it's valuable to you. Yeah, hundred percent. And 
And for me, like being able to even do that, if I was signed to a record label, they might have told me that's not in your budget. Period. Mm-hmm. Because that's the reality. You don't even know how much you spent. Yeah, I, like <laughs> you know, it's, it's like I'm just like let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sometimes I be I be telling the finance team, don't tell me, <laughs> don't tell me how much I'm spending, except you see that it's gonna hit the bottom line like crazy (laughs) what's up it's Angela Yee and if you know me you know I have several businesses well one of them had closed down for a little while but we just reopened it and that is my juice bar it's called Nourish Spot BK and as soon as we reopened we were really on the clock to find people who can make juices sandwiches acai bowls when you want the best you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead it's like if you're hiring for your business you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scores scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash up. Maybe you see the perfect candidate. Well, ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. You can invite your top choices to apply and you can even encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. One of the most important things is having our voices represent us. And that's why black representation in media means so much to me and also to the black community. When things happen with current events and entertainment and politics, it is so important that we are speaking for ourselves and not have other people place a narrative on us and who we are and to tell those stories from our point of view. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like, uh, they have a come to Jesus moment. Uh, easy. We want to talk to you. I'm right. like, oh, I don't want to hear. You know, but being able to do that, being able to just think it and do it is, is a blessing. There's only few people in this world that get to see their dreams come true. And I think it's one of the biggest. Blessing. No, I think that's great. And I love the idea of doing something that nobody else, because I haven't heard of that being done before. Yeah. You know, an, an art exhibition that will be moving to these different, um, 
you know, different places, different yeah. countries. Yeah. And that goes along with each song. Yeah. And so what happens with the art? Do you keep those pieces or are yeah. To be honest, I don't even know. <laughs> You're like, I have not thought that far ahead. I've not. It's like the first one, one of my, some, somebody came to the first exhibition and it was like, okay, if I want to buy this, yes, how much is it? I and I was like, okay, I've not thought about it. And he, he's like, you mean you're doing an exhibition? Like, you've not thought about, like, what I'm happens like, no, after. we just, it's just, we're just going stage by stage. Mm-hmm. you know and that's the beauty of it all and then we decide by the time we do the final exhibition we'll decide what we do with it but for now the aim is for people to consume the music in a three-dimensional way so you listen to the music and you like the exhibitions at the exhibitions you put the headphones on you listen to the music and interact with the art that's amazing um and it, and then hopefully you could feel the energy and you could see the same energy in the art, the same energy in the in the music, and you you can experience Africa through that way, and you could experience my story through that way. So it's is 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 really cool. And with Afrobeats and Afropop as popular as it is now, yeah. I saw with Rema and Selena Gomez yeah. them winning a Grammy for um, "Calm Down." Yeah. Uh, what do you think about people who are not African making yeah. Afrobeats and yeah. Afropop? Is that still considered? Afrobeats, if it's say, you know, I know there's features, but what if somebody that yeah. was from somewhere else, you know, what if a white person was yeah. like, hey, this is my Afrobeat song? Is that yeah. still considered? I mean, like, that's a that's a tough one. I've not thought about <laughs> it, but I have seen like, I've seen like some, some like, um, s- music from like Mexico, like from Colombia, mm-hmm. like from Chile, even Spain. Where I listen, like I hear the beat, and I'm like, "Hey, what song is that?" Right. And then it's it's Afrobeat, but is you're singing it in in Spanish. And there's been some that I'm like, "Oh, this this person this really rocks. knows how to yeah. write it." And then there's been like some I'm like, "Yeah, they know if he gets the <laughs> the vibe properly, you know." But I think it speaks to the soft power, the African soft power that's happening right now, mm-hmm. and. The first time I came into the US, I was watching the TV and the first thing I saw was like a baby with flies on on the face and that was the that was that was how a lot of people were seeing Africa. That's that was the first way of into, of hearing about Africa or you're hearing true Boko Haram. The starving Haram, kids you and know, yeah. or, or terrorism or Cuz they used to say that all the time. You know, there's kids starving in Africa like when you're young if you're not eating your food here, they used to say and then you I go call there. it poverty porn, right? You know, but now you're experiencing Africa not through those lenses. You're experiencing it through art, and there's no judgment in art. Mm-hmm. It's like the most judgment-free place. You know, I can there's talks about you know I can say anything in my music and it's art. I can paint, like there's one of the artists on this project, um, Zingbe, and most of his paintings are like he paints like balls, like balls and it's like there's one painting where (laughs) somebody has tied some balls and and i'm like looking at him balls as in like like scrotum okay i just wanted to be clear not like a basketball but you're talking about nuts okay (laughs) like nuts like like nuts (laughs) and he's and it's like (laughs) they tied him up yeah and he's it's like oh it's like the guy's in love and he's 
his knots have been tied. Okay. I I understand the thought of that. Yeah, and I'm just looking at it and you know, if if someone <laughs> went hard. if someone went like so on, were they on a press because they were tied. Yeah, they were swollen. Okay. About to like bust. <laughs> And Ouch. if if <laughs> if someone went on a press conference and it's like, yeah, so what I'm going to do, what my 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 loved one has done is my scrotal sac has been has been like tied. You be like, Wait, what's going on? But when you see it on a canvas, like right. there's no judgment. You just interact with it, and that's the beautiful thing about. I need to see about, this piece. I, I'm going to show you the Please. piece. Please, is there hair also, or is it no? There's smooth. no hair. Okay, it's like it's like you might not even see, notice that it's balls, <laughs> but once I saw it, I'm like, this is balls. Um, <laughs> I never wanted to talk about balls on this interview. Okay, but, I was so confused. I was like, what type of balls? You know, right. that's uh, that's Zimbe, legendary artist from Benin, but. What I was saying is African soft power is you could interact, you could learn about Africa now through the music, through the art, mm-hmm. through the movies, through the people. You know, Madison Square Garden for a a, a an African artist, maybe, you know, or whatever, and then you're with, you're with African people dancing right. and you're seeing real people, not through the lens of... Oh no, yeah, definitely you know. seeing Burner Boy. I saw yeah. him at the garden. Yeah. And when know. I tell you that show was nowhere to move, <laughs> it was packed. There you go. One in And it. even look, and even having the opportunity to go there. Yeah. Right? To go to different countries in Africa and to see what it's like and the experience is you'll be like, Okay, this is nothing like <laughs> Exactly. What people But I also feel like that's been changing a lot. I yeah. feel like decades ago, you know, people saw that, but now it's you know, we have the movies, we have reality shows yeah. that we could watch on Netflix. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, see what it really is like. You're you're hundred percent right. And that's why like and I think like for me I'm more open. Like I feel like art should it should be respectful, but art should build bridges, should mm-hmm. connect people. And that's why like I made the first I made the first Afro beat like Latino song with oh, come bad on Bunny. baby with bad Bunny and, J Balvin. and J Balvin, yes you know and for a lot of people that's the first time they were hearing that sound and i didn't even know how big it was i love we that just, record we made we made that record in my bedroom in london you know and produced by legendary beat nigerian producers and one day i came to new york and i went to some spot i was at some party i can't remember and the song dropped and everybody was you like, like that's me <laughs> and like nobody even knew, knew it was me i was like i was like wow that's my song you know and and that's that's the beauty of it all you know and maybe some people heard that and got inspired by that the only thing i'd say is like if you want to actually make an afrobeat record you could reach out to the producers right there's so many producers so like do it the right way um but being there's nothing wrong with being inspired but I challenge anyone to make an Afrobeat record that they can play in a Lagos club and people still <laughs> grind to. If you can do that, then. <laughs> but ve- it. that's very hard to do. All right. Very and hard. I also want to talk about your investments in the tech world. Yeah. You know, because I think that's something that, um, first of all, I don't even know how you have time uh, to be able to do all of these Boy. different things. But you also have a, a tech company, right? Yeah. So talk to me about that. So I have my fund. It's called Zagada Capital. Okay. And this was like me being bored of music. Like after Coachella, like I played the first day of Coachella. I came down from the stage and I felt nothing. Really? No happiness, no sadness. That's no... a huge deal for yeah, artists Yeah, and it's like, 
for somebody who never wanted to be an artist, and like I've been doing music professionally so 17, 18, 19, like three years, my third year in my career, I'm playing Coachella. As in 2019? Okay. 2019. Okay. And I felt, I felt nothing, you know. And so for me, it was a sign I would either have to quit music and go go do something else because that's not good that's not a good feeling to have or I need to pause maybe I was experiencing a burnout and when covid hit you know I I sort of got the it was the first time I paused mm-hmm. and just trying to decide okay what would be the next move I had started empower so I I was getting to understand the music business but I was tired of even listening to music so how can you run a music business without listening to music. So I just had my team handle that. And I said, okay, you know, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Now the music has given me the access to people, the access to capital. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go start my fund like Jay-Z, you mm-hmm. know, and what do I know about investing? I'm like, yeah, we're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I, I knew nothing about I music. I mean, this is amazing. Too. I knew nothing about music. I ended up at Coachella. <laughs> I ended up like selling out shows across Africa, across the world. So, you know, doing projects with Beyonce for somebody that never wanted to be a musician. So I'm like, you okay. You had two songs on her? Yeah, yeah two, two songs. songs. I ha- I'm, I'm probably... I don't know if any other person had two songs. Yeah, on I don't that, think so. Or how many I mean, people had two songs on that project. And mm-hmm. the producers on those two songs were signed to Empower Publishing as well. So it was it was a 360 kind of in-house thing. Um, so at that time, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go do entrepreneurship. And from 2020 to 2022, I just like went in. And so started my fund, invested in a payments company that's become one of the biggest um, payment API companies in Africa, um, present in over 13 countries. Um, doing. How, how doing, do you just you know, figure that out? Like, how do you, because a lot of things, you know, you're like, okay, you know, I want to do this, but I've never done it before. I don't know yeah. how to do it. Like, how do you just figure By out? By just doing it. Just do it. You just do it. And when it's when you're using your own money, right. if you fail, okay, you fail, then you, you cry or you mm-hmm. learn something. But if and you just, win, and it's if a you nice win, big you win. win. And, mm-hmm. and quickly I done payments and I was like, Okay, I, I done payments, I done music technology. I invested in Shubes. Shubes is the number one platform for buying Afrobeat tickets in the UK. Sheesh. You know, and I'm like, yeah. And it's I'm, all tied together because these things are all... It all ties all, together, yeah. you know, and, and through that investment, when Shubes wants to collect payments in Africa, they could they could collect payments via my payments company. So mm-hmm. I invest in stuff that... <laughs> Talk that, about 360s. That connect, <laughs> you know, and now yeah. I'm investing in, I'm investing in like movies from, from next year because we would have our movies and the music in the movies will be from the music label. Oh my gosh. And it will just sink. And I'm just and when I went to do the Harvard course, I I was there for a week and I was just learning the American ecosystem of entertainment and how big and huge. It was the first time I realized and I'm like, yo, there's so much opportunity in, in Africa and I'm like, this is what I wanna do and music is it's it's like you go to a bar, you're at the bar, but the music is playing in the background. Right. And sometimes the music becomes the loudest thing, but sometimes the music is just there for the vibe. Right. And that's how I see my music. My music is 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 there in the room. It's present. Um, 
and sometimes it might be the loudest thing that's making everyone dance but sometimes it's just there in the background and i am an entrepreneur and and i've i've been lucky to to have good people working with me and have good success investing in africa and i've i've also you know i'm like okay i'm also making songs that are playing in Mexico, my song was number 13. Mm-hmm. My song with J Balvin, uh, Lento, was number 13 in Mexico radio. And I invested in a company that does um, it does remittance-based lending for people sending money from the U.S. to Mexico. Mm-hmm. So if you send money frequently to your family in Mexico, that's t- the AI uses that technology to be able to offer loans to your family back home. And it's run by an amazing woman the business is called paisa um sheesh you know, there's so much here i don't there. even know <laughs> yeah he 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 tells me so i'm like this is hey, in, if, if i'm making music incredible. if i'm making music that mm-hmm. they're dancing to in mexico i might as well invest and you know music movies culture arts fashion is having its thing is bringing africans in the fold but also technology is doing that and so i'm just learning to be honest Wow, and so let's talk about the movies that you've yeah. been investing in. So you have some already that are about to like talk talk to me about that aspect. Yeah, we we just have so my my partner runs that. You know, she's okay. So my partner is an actress. She's done four titles. One, her first ever title became a Netflix original. Went number one in thirteen or fourteen countries. Her first ever role as an actress, and then she's she's had. An Amazon Prime thing. She's just she's just finished shooting another one, and then she's done a stage play, and she's gonna be running, you know, the mu- the movie production arm, and mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be co-producing w- with her. So I don't wanna. I just, she always says I'm 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 telling people too early. Would you wanna um, jump in front of the camera too? I've thought about it. Like I need to have like an action role. I feel like you should. Like I need to be like the um, what's the name of Denzel Washington? Like you want to be like Denzel in Equalizer. <laughs> so I'd be the one like. <laughs> I feel like anything you say you're gonna do is is gonna happen. <laughs> now tell me about the wedding planning. All right. So when is the Jeez, wedding? You're going personal. Come on. Isn't man. the album personal? <laughs> yeah, the album is personal. I mean, do you have a date? Um. Jeez. Um. <laughs> Yes, no, maybe. We sort of like a season. Okay. Not a specific date, mm-hmm. but we have. I was saying it in in our podcast. It's called the How Far Podcast. I was we were talking about it, and we did let okay, we did let the cat out of the bag to say we had started planning, um, the wedding, and um, looking forward to it. We're looking forward, and it it was been it was been amazing. Is you know, there's so much. It's very our culture, Yoruba culture around weddings is 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 very it's a lot, you know, it's it's so beautiful. And so having to do that, I remember going to my my girl's grandma's ninetieth uh, birthday, there was like five thousand people there. Wow. So this wedding's gonna be And I was like, Wow, that's <laughs> that's your grandma. So imagine if like all those people who came Plus my own people. Plus friends. Plus friends. Plus artists. Mm-hmm. Jeez, we'll be having like it's, a festival. So like yeah, you might as well make it the wedding people. festival. We might as well know, just. You know, yeah. That's true, you the know. Ra- the wedding rave. <laughs> the wedding rave, and we'll have it in like <laughs> Madison Square Garden, like. <laughs> Put it on the road, and then you got yeah. <laughs> Somebody call me. Let's make that happen. <laughs> Sorry, I did not mean to suggest <laughs> this. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, honestly, congratulations for everything that you've been Thank doing. You. I mean, I am definitely in awe of how you've been able to come. You know, for some people, and I always feel like the the worst disservice you can do to yourself is to not try. And so from everything that you've told me, it's like, just do it and figure it out. And yeah. because a lot of times people have ideas and they just don't do anything. Yeah. And then it just goes away or someone else does it yeah. or you think about what you could have done. But it seems like when you have a plan, you know, whether or not you have to tone it down because it might be yeah. <laughs> um, too too big and then you have to figure yeah. out how to make it happen. Yeah. You've been able to do that. And I think um, it's amazing to say, I want to do this and then to actually do it yeah. is huge. Yeah. And sometimes if you, if you, if you, Sometimes you have a plan. You say you want to do this, and then you you what you started out thinking you wanted to do changes, mm-hmm. and that's just, fine too. Yeah, just being fluid with it because you just have you have one life, right? Really, you just you just have one life, and so just just try. All right. Well, I love it. Well, the Evil Genius album is out October twenty seventh. Your first official album, definitely not your first project, nope. and the most personal one. So I cannot wait to hear this, and I appreciate us being able to sit down. Um, is there anything that you wanted to mention uh, that we didn't talk about? No, I think we we ran through it. Nice. I feel nicely. like. What about this Disney of Africa? Yeah. Um. It's. it's I don't want to miss that. <laughs> it's it's like just my idea from doing the Harvard course to. You know, it was the first time I like I realized that Disney was more than the cartoons. You know, I started to see like there's the there's the music label, there's the theme parks, is is really entertainment. Merch. You know, there's merch, there's <laughs> Movie, the yeah. there's the app. And you know, in Af in, in Africa that's like fifty four countries, one point two billion people. There's what? There's like I think like three hundred million people in America. And there's like two two fifty million people in Nigeria, you know. There's so much opportunity, and like sixty seventy percent of the people back home are under the age of thirty. So you're you're saying there's a immediate addressable market of like six hundred million kids that just love entertainment, sports, and there's so much opportunity. And so, you know, I'm like that's the next thing to to excite me the right. the prospect of being able to touch sports which i've started doing by investing in boxing investing in football oh boxing is my favorite sport to watch oh for real yeah absolutely and, uh, when i need to invite you to one of the fights um from boxing to you know investing in music like i've been doing to movies um um and just to art to african art mm-hmm. just African culture and so that's that's what I'm looking to do right now with Chop Life so it's called Chop Life you know I have the festival Dirty Rave might change the name to Chop Life Festival mm-hmm. you know have the music have the movies that's what I mean by the Disney of an African Disney like that cuts across entertainment and it's a lifetime goal so it's like now I've I've been like oh there's something I can be doing for my whole <laughs> he can't life sit still. You, he you, can't, you, can't, you can't get bored like how do I get bored right that? you cannot yeah. and I love that you were uh, rubbing your hands together like an evil genius the whole time <laughs> yes and that's that, that's the whole thing it's like oh yeah the, 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 the evil genius is about it but just um, lean into it lean yeah just into just it. lean into it just have fun with it um um, and just go with it and ex- ex- express yourself. So it's, it's it's a beautiful album for me. It's a very personal album. Um, 
to me, it was almost too personal because I was like, why am I saying so much? Why am I, why am I pointing out all of this? Um, Do you go to therapy is, now is, since is you said out. this was like therapy Yeah, for like you? after this, like I finally, I'm like, oh, maybe therapy will not be if I could dump this. I don't want, I'm like, I could, I could make all my albums now be therapy, but you know, now let me go, let me go, let me go, you know, let me go somewhere where I can dump all of this because we go through a lot and it's just at the back of our mind mm-hmm. and this having somewhere to go dump it in therapy like not just dumping it on your partner or dumping it on your mom and dad because they also have things they're going through and having an outlet where you could express that is part of our it's part of our humanness you know there's mm-hmm. an adage that says it takes a village to raise a child it just speaks to community um that's one of the benefits of community having someone to, to talk to right yeah. and thinking about how that like you said other people would tell you that certain songs you've done have really touched them yeah but it wasn't as personal as this yeah now this is gonna hit different yeah when people is, reach out to you and they're like i just went through that yeah I, and 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 that's that's what i see happening and I'm just blessed to the point where I feel like my music is also edifying me because it's been music for other people. You know, I enjoy my music. I mm-hmm. play my music a lot, but now it's music for myself. So now when I <laughs> hear every song, it takes me back to where I was and I feel proud to have gone through that situation and come out on the other side, um, which is beautiful. Which song does the balls painting go with? Um it went with uh, Personal Baby. I took that out of the album. So there's, oh. a, there's a song I dropped called Personal Baby. I think it's the most underrated song ever released in the history of humankind. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that song is called Personal Baby. Okay. And um, and it was, in, it was interesting that he, he painted that. I'm going right to that song. Yeah, go I... <laughs> if you go if you if you if you go on any platform right now and check out Mr. Easy Personal Baby. Yes, right to look, that song. Look at the cover art and and tell me if you can see that. As I'm balls. going. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it, and I know we'll be checking back in with you. But um, again, Mr. Easy. You know, he is the evil genius, clearly, but not evil. But yeah. he's just leaning into that name because. You know, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. Way Up. Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules 
a day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.